Hello and Happy New Year, everyone. My name is Kirsten Foss. This is a little bit different um, podcast than all of my other business podcasts. And in 2023, I became a certified numerologist. And what that means is that I study the energetics of the numbers one to nine. And we use that information for all sorts of things. The biggest thing that uh, in numerology, we use, um, you know, the study of numbers, the energetics of numbers uh, is things like finding out what your life path number is. That is also known as your ruling number. I call it your leadership code. Um, and essentially what that is, is it's the digits of your birthday added up. So if today is June, uh, sorry, today is January 2nd, uh, 2024. So for all the little babies born today, we would add up one plus two and then plus two plus two plus four the year. And that brings us to um, some digits. We reduce it if they're double digits and we bring it down to uh, numbers between um, one and nine. When we're doing ruling number, kind of usually between two and 10. Anyways, I digress a little bit. That's just a little bit of info as far as kind of how you use numerology or how do you figure out numerology. Um, normally, first place people start is figuring out what their ruling number or their life path or their leadership code. And what that does is it gives us a great amount of information about ourselves and how we show up in the world in the high vibration and how we show up sometimes in the low vibration. Either way, when we understand ourselves uh, via numerology, um, we understand we understand ourselves better as leaders. We understand ourselves better as partners. We understand ourselves better as parents, as friends. And rather than kind of flailing about in life, wondering what this is all about, um, I've been able to use numerology to help guide me and help me understand myself better. So in today's numerology uh, podcast, what I want to do is to give you the universal year forecast. Now, what that means, the universal year, um, in 2024, we add up those digits, the two plus the two plus the four, and we get eight. What that means is that we are in an eight energy year for the entire 12 months, next 12 months, all of us will be experiencing this universal energy, which is why I want to bring it up and talk about it, because you will be experiencing the highs and the lows. I'm going to share with you what those are throughout the year. And the reason why I want to share this with you, and I want you to take notes about this is because it makes this so much easier to, to see the opportunities when they come up. And it makes it so much easier to manage those like challenges and struggles when they come up because they will come up. And so when we can use numerology as a guide for us throughout the year, that allows us to kind of shift out of sometimes we get into victim mode when we're like, why me? Why is this happening? Or, oh, I don't understand. I feel stuck. And so we can use numerology in order to like help us get unstuck. All right, so let's dive into the forecast for 2024. What can you expect in terms of the opportunities and the struggles in 2024? Let's talk about it because it's highly, highly relevant for you as a spa owner, whether you have a team or not. Now, um, it's an eight energy year and eight energy kind of broad strokes is all about depth and devotion. And what I love about this is that I actually, 
in in the numerology um, blueprints that I've been doing, the readings that I've been doing, I actually recognize that many of you are a life path uh, or leadership code eight. And so when you when your own life path or your leadership code is an eight and you're in an eight energy year, it's just kind of like this bigger amplification of it. And the reason why I'm bringing it up that a lot of my numerology clients as spa owners happen to be eights and they have seem to have a lot of eights on their team is because the that overarching theme of an eight life path is all about depth and devotion. This year is about depth and devotion. So let's dive into that a little bit more. What is that? What do I mean by depth and devotion? When we think about depth and devotion, especially with our careers, um, it's all about mastering your craft. And so many of us in this industry have been in the industry for decades um, that we've been like committed to our training or uh, up-leveling our education, getting our teams up-leveled in their, their, their knowledge. Essentially, you as spa owners have become subject matter experts. That is the, the magic of the eight energy is subject matter expertise. So what does that mean? It means that this is a really big year to ensure that you are diving deep on your subject matter expertise. This is not a year for like skimming the surface and like coasting by. That being said, if you got a lot going in your on in your life personally, and you needed this to be a coasting year, that's okay. Just know that the energy of the eight year you're going to be wanting to dive into something because that's the energy that everybody on this planet is experiencing this depth and devotion of the eight. And there's just going to be this, this yearning to go deep on things, this yearning to understand things and how that shows up in for your clients. They are going to want to understand things better. They're not going to be like, um, they're going to want more than the superficial, uh, you know, restorative, regenerative, you know, revitalizing kind of stuff. This is the year to go in deep on your subject matter expertise so that you can clearly communicate why these treatments and products are specifically for their, for their skin or whatever that, whatever your niche you're in. <clears throat> so the high vibration of aid energy is depth and devotion mastery of your craft, subject matter expertise. So if you've got some training that you've been thinking you've wanted to do this year, this is the year to do it. All right. Another theme uh, for, for the eight energy of 2024 is power. This is going to be an interesting one. Um, when I'm talking about power, I'm not talking about power over. Well, I am because we're going to experience both the high vibration side and the low vibration side of power. And so the high vibration of power is, is understanding and really feeling your own autonomy. And what do, what do I mean by autonomy? I mean that you honor, um, that you are able to honor and follow through with your decisions. It means, you know, not heavily depending on others for opinions um, absolutely. We need to have like a, you know, kind of our counsel our trusted counsel of people that we, that we trust, but this year about power, I, you know, I see this, uh, I see a lot of spot spot owners struggle with power in their business, especially if they have a team, they feel really uncomfortable with this concept of power. And so what I invite you to do is to 
think about the idea of power. Think about your relationship, your current relationship with power, like power over where in your life have you felt people had power over you, right? So we're just kind of thinking about the highs and the lows of power. So, you know, if we're in the low vibration of power and we have a team, um, you know, that's going to show up as coming across as bossy and a kind of aggressive and like power over, like just do what I say, not necessarily what I do, what I do, right? So there will be themes about power, autonomy, validating your own ideas. This is going to be really big, you guys. Um, standing up and leading the way as you see fit. So this is where that subject matter expertise, that mastery of your craft comes in. If you aren't a master of your craft, then it's going to be really hard or it's going to be harder for you to have that kind of personal autonomy and to be able to recommend products and treatments to clients with confidence. Okay. So this idea of power, autonomy, um, validating your own ideas, and you're, you know, the low vibration of this, you probably might, you know, come across feeling that imposter syndrome. So this is that just recognize that is the low vibration of the eight. If you feel like you've got imposter syndrome, just acknowledge it. Oh, right. Oh, there it is. Imposter syndrome. Right. This is the low vibration of the eight. How can I shift out of feeling like an imposter? How can I shift into feeling more validate? Like, what do I really know? Okay. All right. Another theme for uh, the eight energy is about momentum. Now, I find the topic of momentum, I almost actually wanted to do a podcast on just about momentum versus motivation. And I think part of the issue in a lot of leadership and struggling with your leadership, you know, feeling like you can't get anywhere with anything, you know, you try this and it doesn't work. Maybe like as far as social media, you try doing email marketing, it's not working. Okay. First, I would act, first ask, you know, what kind of depth of knowledge do you have of your email marketing or your social media? Maybe you need more depth of knowledge in order to get the momentum of it actually rolling for you. So that's one um, kind of kind of thought pattern around momentum and kind of how it shows up in your work. And the other piece about momentum that I wanted to really talk about is this momentum versus motivation. So many of you are waiting till you feel motivated to do something in your business. We wait till you're motivated to you know, shift up your, how you're leading, uh, maybe, maybe you're waiting, feeling motivated, waiting till you feel motivated to like sell in a different way, like, cause you need to put up your retail sales, but I'm here to tell you, if you wait till you're motivated, wait till you're motivated, you're going to keep waiting. You already know that if you wait till you're motivated, it doesn't necessarily happen. So this is where we need to rely on momentum here. So how I deal with momentum. It's things like, I know that I'm really, I've got much better energy, um, uh, mental capacity in the mornings. And I know if I can get, if I get to my desk, but you know, at nine o'clock or eight 30 and get started working on things, I know for me that creates an incredible amount, amount of momentum in my work day when I, when I'm needing to work at my desk. If I wait till I'm motivated, <laughs> to do those things. It's so easy. I find it, I find it difficult to, so one of my own personal challenges to follow through, I work really hard to make sure I follow through on the things that are important for me. But if I, 
didn't know that about myself. And I didn't know, uh, um, you know, if I didn't recognize kind of the energy of momentum, I might just still be waiting for myself to be motivated to get going on things. So where can you create momentum in your business week? Um, is it knowing the times of day where you're most efficient, where your brain is got, you know, has got all the flow happening? Um, maybe it is, you know, block time blocking. That's another way that momentum shows up in the spa industry is if you haven't time blocked admin time to do your marketing, to do your research and development, to do your, you know, your ordering and all that kind of stuff, it's really easy for it to not get done. So momentum is a big uh, key theme in 2024. Momentum has to do with flow and allowing, right? Um, kind of that path of le least resistance. Um, and really, like, like I said, just recognizing where you can create more momentum in your business uh, rather than motivation for yourself. The other piece of momentum where it can show up in the spa business is just your, um, your treatment menu. Do you have momentum in your treatment menu? Do you have an entry level service that people that come in for? And do you have a place, like, is there a pathway in their consumer journey that they can move up uh, in the business? More, mean more, I'm more meaning moving up in terms of um, spend. But do you have a pathway in your business for clients to add on treatments, to have upgraded treatments? Do you have a communication system? Do you have a sales system to make sure clients are being moved from entry-level services into more um, higher-level services? <clears throat> okay, another um, theme about uh, for the eight energy of the year of 2024 is commitment. When you think about it, depth and devotion, that's the overarching kind of theme for an eight, depth and devotion. If you're not committed, how do you go deep? How do you stay devoted? So being and staying committed being committed with your time, you're committed with your energy. Um, that commitment helps with the momentum. It kind of all feeds into each other. But I know that commitment is a big and very, very real struggle for you as spa owners. And so if if this is a real big one for you, is like sticking with your creating your social media, sticking with following up with clients, um, sticking with the sales system, um, coaching and cheerleading your team consistently, that is, that's all about commitment. And so I'm sure there's lots of places in your systems, uh, in your business and the consumer journey that might need a little bit more commitment on your end, um, or you and, or the team. Um, because really the, the commitment ends up having consistency. And actually the other day I had a client asking me like, what's the, I want to make sure I'm doing the, the latest things. Like what's, what are spas doing for marketing? And I had to just say, Hey, hold up a second, because, you know, there's this assumption that there's these shiny new brand new ways to do things that are making all the money. And the reality is you can throw a lot of money at things like ads, uh, ad spend, but, you know, if you're not doing the regular things consistently, social media, email marketing, 80-20 conversations in the treatment rooms, not talking about personal stuff all the whole day with all of your clients, um, committing to your sales system and those, um, 
you know, the, the little places to ask those questions and to, you know, breadcrumb them to a sale at the end. If we're not doing those things with commitment, there's no consistency. And of course, then of course, we don't have the commitment to the consistency in our sales that we need. Now, the other thing about commitment is sometimes we stay committed to things longer than we should. <laughs> um, so this is also an opportunity to look at the places uh, where, you know, what don't you like doing and to delegate that. Don't abdicate it. Abdicating is just dumping it and letting, you know, putting all responsibility on somebody else for doing it. Don't abdicate it. Even your social media, your marketing, you still need to have your fingers in it to figure out so you know what's happening in your business. But if you don't find something joyful, you don't like it, you just can't figure it out, delegate it, delegate it, delegate it. Um, another theme for 2024 is infinite abundance. Now, why infinite abundance? Well, the eight energy has a big theme about abundance. And when we're talking about abundance, I know all of you go straight to money. It's usually where I go as well. However, if we're struggling with abundance, it's really important to look at the other places in your life that are abundant or look for just for other, um, you know, other proof that there is abundance. Uh, so for example, um, you know, like where we think when we can think a lot of times people do uh, gratitude journals, that's all about abundance. It's just acknowledging what you're, what you already feel abundant with. So, you know, we just finished the, the holiday season. If you have a great family and you love being around them, maybe you felt really fulfilled and very abundant, full of love um, from the holidays. Um, you know, maybe you have a really full pantry right now because there's lots of food left over from Christmas. That's another uh, place where we can feel abundant. Um, going out with friends, just hanging out with some girlfriends, going out for a coffee, that's where we can feel abundant. Um, creating some space for ourselves to just kind of think. When was the last time that you created space to think and daydream? When we create that, it feels incredibly abundant that we have this kind of time and space to kind of be in this kind of daydreamy space. That's huge abundance. When we are able to see all the places of abundance, it's much, it's just part of this mindset. It's so much easier for the financial abundance to make its way to us when we're not kind of locked down on, oh, there's not enough money and there's not enough money anywhere. You know, that that lack thinking clamps us down. Uh, it constricts our our kind of our abundance thinking and get smaller and smaller and smaller. So look for those places where you where you see abundance, where you feel abundance. Um, my numerologist um actually shared a little thing that she does, you know, in the fall, she was hearing a lot of stuff about, oh, you know, the recession, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I refuse to, I refuse to kind of get sucked into that. She says, because I keep seeing abundance everywhere. You know, she says, I go to a restaurant, it's full. <laughs> There's, you know, I'm waiting to sit down. But, you know, that's a lot of money going into that particular business. People are spending um, you know, just even shopping, people are still spending, um, you know, there's lots of places where we can find proof that there is abundance and that there's plenty of money out there. Um, and we we're calling it, you know, there's a couple of numerologists calling it the year of infinite abundance. And the reason why they're calling it infinite abundance is that if you look at, if you tip the eight on its side, it's an infinity symbol, right? 
And so the eight energy is very much about that infinity loop. Um, and so, you know, just, just kind of looking at your overarching mindset of abundance and kind of where it's at is a very, uh, will be a very helpful thing for you this year. The other thing about abundance and infinite abundance is that when we're looking at that infinity symbol, the energy does not stop. Like we would love it to stop in the middle because that's the sweet spot. Everything's perfect in that spot. But infinity doesn't, energy doesn't work that way. It keeps moving and looping. So again, we're back to this topic of momentum, keeping the momentum going. We're at this topic of, you know, kind of the abundance of the eight. It has to keep moving. It has to keep moving. <laughs> and to, you know, it's this part where I've struggled with, where I just want to stay in the sweet spot. That's not, that's not how energy works. It does not stand still. So I've had to make friends with it that, you know, in the infinite abundance, there is movement and it does not stop in one spot and stay there forever. So I need to learn how to manage the ebbing and the flowing so that I can take advantage of those opportunities when they, when they come up. All right. The last um, piece here for the eight energy is about presence. And it really, that really loops back into the whole like depth and devotion and the topic of power and momentum and commitment and abundance, because if we're not present, if we're not being present and taking time to be present in our depth and devotion, in our abundance, in our power, in our momentum, how are we going to make this work? <laughs> right? So last year was a seven energy year. It was all about faith and trust. It really asked us like, what, you know, what are you seeing and what do you, what do you know, deep in, deep in your heart? And so many of you, I know said it was a, it was a rough year last year. And I, I, you know, with the seven energy, it's disruptive. It's meant to be disruptive. It's meant to like shake you up and go, Hey, yo, is this what you really want? <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure you're sure? So I'm wondering if you uh, recognize last year was an opportunity for you to choose, uh, for you to decide, um, you know, kind of where your faith and trust is in yourself uh, rather than kind of the outside world. And it's really just set us up to be, to enter into this eight energy year with more clarity. So yeah, the seven energy year last year was kind of a hot mess. It felt like a hot mess, but it was really just forcing us to choose. What do you want? How do you want to feel? Um, and, and kind of how do you want to show up in the world? If you've done that work last year, or maybe you're kind of cleaning up the last little bits of residual, just know that it's been preparing you for this infinite abundance eight energy year. Um, all right. So that is my forecast for the year for you. Um, I'm going to pop on a little bit later on this week, and I'm going to give a forecast for the month of January. Um, and I, I really want you to listen in because I know many of you feel January is like the fresh starts, but I'm, I'm telling you right now, this is not going to feel like a fresh start this January. Um, and so if you're feeling it, if you're feeling like it's not a fresh start, or you're just feeling not motivated to get like, to feel inspired yet, it's okay because it's actually a nine energy month this January. Um, and it's kind of about letting go of stuff. So 
join me uh, in a few days. Look for this next podcast about January, the January for energy, energetic forecast. And we'll talk about what that uh, nine energy looks like for you, the high vibration, how you can be showing up in the high vibration and how you can recognize when maybe you're showing up in the low vibration of the nine. All right. Thank you so far so much for joining me. If you have any questions about numerology and your um, entrepreneurship and how that works, I'd be happy to answer any questions for you. We'll see you next time.